Good morning for New England Public Radio News. I'm Henry Yap. Last September, a Springfield man was arrested over a minor charge. 57-year-old Jerry Bradley died in police custody just over a day later. Two officers were suspended in the case, but Bradley's family is still looking for answers. The story was reported this week by Dan Glon of Mass Live. He says Bradley was in the passenger seat of a car that was pulled over for a missing inspection sticker. And when the police ran this information, uh, they found that he had a default warrant out of Dudley Court, uh, which his family later said was for an unpaid fine from several years back uh, for writing a bad check, was their belief. Um, and so this is a Friday afternoon. He was taken to police headquarters. Uh, and because he was going to be transported to Dudley on Monday for his arraignment, um, he was supposed to stay the entire weekend, essentially, in Springfield PD lockup. Was there any uh, option for him to, to get bail or, or, any, or anything like that? No, I don't believe so, because it was for a default warrant meaning he'd like missed a fine or missed a court appearance. Uh, the deal was he was basically going to be shipped back there. Um, and his uh, longtime girlfriend told me that he called her uh, that night, Friday evening, said he wasn't going to be home till Monday. Mm-hmm. And so there are then conflicting reports about what happened over the 29 hours that he was in custody. Um, according to other prisoners being held over the same weekend, Bradley repeatedly asked for his medication and for medical help. And how does that differ from what police say happened? So these were all accounts that internal investigators at the police department collected from officers and from the prisoners after Bradley died that weekend. And essentially what the police say is that He appeared calm. Um, He complained at one point of lower back pain, but that there was no sign that there was anything seriously wrong with him until an officer found him unconscious uh, shortly after midnight, at which point they tried to provide CPR, but um, it was a lost cause. The prisoners they talked to tell a different story. One said, I believe at some point during the weekend, that he said he couldn't breathe. He was asking for his medication. Another said that that night, the night before he died, he spent hours pounding on the glass of his cell, um, asking for an ambulance, you know, suggesting that he was in serious discomfort or pain and that officers um, did not provide the treatment he was asking for. A lot of these contradictions between the police officers and the prisoners' accounts were evident, you know, in the internal report. But there was one other one uh, that wasn't, which is that uh, when the cops went to speak with his girlfriend um, after he had died, they wrote up that they talked to her and she said he had no medical conditions that she knew of. But when I interviewed her and showed her that statement, she said that was not true. She said that she told them that she knew he had a tumor, that this was a pre-existing condition, and that whatever the police wrote up of her conversation with them was inaccurate. And what was ultimately the the cause of death? He died of an aneurysm. Uh, An autopsy found two aneurysms, one in his torso and one right near his heart. Stepping back for a bit, this was a man who was arrested for a a fairly minor infraction. He ends up dead in police custody. What disciplinary action did the Springfield Police Department take, and are they acknowledging if there was any wrongdoing here by the the police? Well, that's a tricky question. Springfield put out uh, a report uh, about a month ago on all the investigations for complaints against officers. and buried in that report, uh, sort of near the end, there was the section that you know described this incident, and it said that two officers were suspended and another five were exonerated in the case. The city's legal office la- later told me that the two officers were suspended for 30 days without pay, 
but they would not tell me uh, what like specific actions were that they were charged with, just that they had violated departmental policies and regulations. You mentioned you spoke to Jerry Bradley's uh, longtime girlfriend. She says that she still wants answers from the police department in this case. What options does she have for that? And is is she pursuing any legal action right now? Um, So the family has retained the services of a lawyer, uh, John Thompson out of Springfield. Um, He's a family friend. Uh, He made some inquiries in September to the city. Uh, They wouldn't give many information because it was an ongoing investigation. Then after the investigation was completed, they never got back to him. Uh, The city says that's because he didn't file a second request. He also asked for info from the DA's office, whose investigation is still ongoing, um, and they haven't provided him info for that reason. As far as additional remedies, uh, Thompson told me that he hasn't filed a lawsuit uh, because he, at this point, hadn't seen you know the internal report that I'd gotten from the city, and so he didn't have cause to, but that he was still pursuing the matter. Dan Glon, reporter with Mass Live. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you.